Have you ever felt stuck in life and just thought, you know, stuff just happens to me. I don't really have any control over what happens to me because God is ultimately in control. What if I told you, yes, that's true, but God wants to give you the opportunity to start making plans with him to live in your full potential. Sounds pretty good, right? Well, today I'm gonna share that with you. Welcome to Worth It, the podcast where we answer anxiety, deflate fear, and shut down shame, because ain't no woman got time for that. You were made to thrive. My mission is to help you get deeply rooted with God and reclaim your weapon that the enemy of God has been using against you. After going to battle for my own mind three years ago, I realized that there is a war going on for our minds, a battle that begins with how we think. Sis, you have much more control than you realize. With each episode, you'll learn how to fight back and become more confident in the truth that God already knows. You are worth it. I'm Michelle Remington, Christian mindset coach, thought strategist, and warrior mama. Grab your sword, daughter of the king. It's time to unleash your inner warrior princess. Welcome back, warrior. Thank you so much for joining me once again on the Worth It podcast. So making plans with God. Yeah, honestly, I never thought of that before, but God really unpacked that for me. Now, before we dive in, I do want to say that I am not a mental health professional. I'm simply sharing from my experience with depression the strategies and steps that helped me. So first and foremost, I want you to know that you are not alone. Reach out to friends and family. Tell them how you're feeling. Don't be afraid to ask for help. The world is so much better with you in it. If you need help, or resources or just more information for yourself or for someone else, I encourage you to reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Their phone number is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Now, prior to making plans with God, I didn't believe that it was possible for me to reach my full potential. I just thought I was stuck where I was. I was stuck in the mediocre. And honestly, my thinking really needed a reboot. I really needed to start believing in myself and the potential that I had because in my stuck thinking, I had believed it so much that I'd stayed in a safe zone and I didn't do certain things because I was afraid. I didn't want to fail. I was afraid of failure. That's a whole other subject in itself, isn't it? But let's talk about making those plans with God. For me, it started a few years ago. God was working with me in making plans with him. Now, when he introduced the thought to me in prayer, I looked at God like he was crazy, like the thought had never occurred to me. I had always read in the Bible scriptures like Proverbs 16, 9, 
a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord determines his steps. Or Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now, in that, I didn't think about the nature of Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate gentleman. He gives us the choice as to whether we're going to serve him and live our lives for him. God gave humans free will. I saw my life as something that was already set in stone as opposed to what it really was, this beautiful flowing story of my life lived with Jesus. So when I say that you are not stuck where you are, I have felt stuck before. And I was able to see through the consistency of the scriptures and God's word, how your story is being written every moment of your life with God. Yes, he has plans with us, but that's not the nature of how God works. So in thinking that I didn't have much control over how my life was going to go, I had convinced myself that life was a spectator sport. And I was the one sitting in the stands, either cheering at the good moments or in dismay at the bad moments. I would just make the best out of every day and just keep trudging away as the days, weeks, months, and years ticked by. And here God was introducing this thought of making plans with him. I'm like, me, Lord, are are you sure? Because I don't really have the best track record. Like, you remember that one time? Never mind. Um, Okay, so I don't trust myself, Lord, to even plan a party, let alone plan my life. I really think that you'd be better off without me in making plans for my life. And the truth is that God didn't make us robots. He gave us free will. He gives us the choice and how we are going to live our lives. But it is a beautiful communion when we can live our lives with God and flow with Him in our life rather than flowing against His current. So now that I had said this whole thing out loud to God that I didn't trust myself, it didn't sound right. There was, there was a part of my mind still alive that was saying like, wait, this is how you were created. Why doesn't this sound right? Now, obviously, I had issues trusting myself. But since I'm the one that has to live this life, where did this sad view of myself come from? It came from a lot of the negative thoughts and emotions that I let be the soundtrack to my mind. It came from learned behaviors. It came from things that I've never let go of, things from my childhood, things from my younger adulthood. It's taken me a long, painful time to understand it and root it out. But I would not trade that journey for anything. Now, in making plans with God and and finally reasoning with myself and saying, okay, so God wants me to make plans plans with him. I really had to start looking at myself a whole lot differently than I previously had because I had gotten to the point where I had let my thoughts determine 
my worth. And my worth at that point in my mind was very low. I had to replace all the negative thoughts that I had let influence my decisions and my thoughts about myself. I had to replace those with new thoughts. And I really had to take a step back mentally and look at myself. And this is what led me to asking God to show me how he sees me. This was a very scary question for me at first. But I asked him to show me how he sees me. I'm like, Lord, you've given me this life, which is a huge responsibility in itself. And I don't know what to do because I don't see much worth in myself right now. I don't see what I have to give. So as I stepped back and started asking God to show me how he sees me, he started to show me the experiences that I've had and how a lot of times certain experiences that I remember negatively, I actually need to just shift my position of where I'm looking at that from and look at the good in that situation. Because I found myself a lot of times seeing a situation as how I messed up, how I failed in that situation. And when I did that, I was completely taking out the good that God did in that situation, the good things that came out of that situation. Because a lot of times we just look at the overall picture and we look at it like I am a failure. That was a big thought in my life is that I was a failure. And it may take some time to get to the point where you stop seeing yourself like that. But God can do it. God is able. <laughs> he created the the universe and every beautiful thing that we know of. He created Mount Everest, the beautiful sunsets, the ocean, the universe. You think he can't change how you see yourself? Change how you see your past? Yeah, he's able. So in changing the way that I looked at my past, I started to see the different lessons, the different things that I learned, different skills I taught myself, different experiences that I had, different things I learned about humans in general. And as God started to change the view of myself that I had developed and started looking at myself in a more positive light. And in looking at myself in a more positive light, then I started to see the possibilities. And that's when Proverbs twenty nine eighteen really came to life for me. When I started looking at my possibilities, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. So I didn't have a very good vision for myself. And in the thought and realization that God wants to make plans with me, he's given me this new opportunity. And that new opportunity is to prophesy to ourselves. Now, prophecy by definition is a prediction of things to come. And when I say prophesy, I'm not saying like law of attraction, speak it into existence. I'm saying when our vision aligns with God's vision for ourselves and we take action to make that vision happen, we are prophesying to ourselves in that moment. So we have to be intentional about how we think about ourselves and how we think about others and how we speak to ourselves and others. Our words are so 
powerful. They are a prophecy to the world around us. You're training your brain in the way that you speak about yourself. And just as you're raising a child or just as you are in a friendship with someone, you're training that person with the words that you say and how you feel about that person. So our words really do prophesy to the world around us. What great power the Almighty God has given to His creation, yet how wisely do we use it? How powerful can our words be when our thoughts are rooted in God's Word? That comes back to the triple whammy. See, that same word that created the foundations of the world, principalities and powers, life, death, and the resurrection, we can make a profound impact in our own lives that will cause a ripple effect from our island of self, like a holy tsunami of revelation. It's going to upset things. It's going to change the way we think about ourselves. And that leads to changing our internal conversation with ourselves. Conversations in the mirror are going to get a whole lot better. Like going from, I'm so ugly. What is with this hair? I wish I looked different. Sound familiar? But with practice, you can go from something like, hey there, warrior princess. I see that sparkle in your eyes full of God's word and ready to conquer the day. Get it, girl. (laughs) You're going to be able to pep yourself up a whole lot better. Once our self-talk improves, then that leads to changing how we look at ourselves. Then to changing how we see other people. Grace and mercy can finally come out of where we shove them in the closet because we got so used to viewing people from our tower of self-hatred. Then it leads to changing how we see the world. Possibilities begin to blossom. Then it changes how we think we can impact the world. We begin to live out our full potential. Girl, your future is so bright you gotta wear shades. Yep, I went there. You may or may not remember that. See, part of your impact in the world is the hope that radiates from you. It attracts people. They've been living in the darkness you just came from and they want what you have. All this becomes possible from finally believing and living out God's truth about you. This is why your words are so powerful and the sources of your words are so important. Proverbs 18.21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And then Proverbs 15.28 says, The heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking. It is my sincere prayer that something here will light a spark of hope and love inside you. You were made on purpose for a purpose. You have something to give the world. And I pray that God will show you his vision of you and his heart for you. That you would let that spark turn into a wildfire that fuels your heart. Now, I know we covered a lot today. So let's just take a moment in prayer. Lord Jesus, we praise you. 
and we glorify you, God. You alone are worthy of the praise. And I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to speak life into this heart. And I pray, Lord, that you would open our eyes, our hearts, our minds, Lord, so that can, we can receive what it is you want for us to take from this and use the lesson that you have for this. And I pray, Lord, that just as you did for me, that you would spark hope and excitement and vision in this heart and help it to come to fruition. Help them to seek you and to walk this beautiful journey, their story with you. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this has been impactful and insightful for you. And I want to give you a little activity if you'd like to do it. And that is in the thought of making plans with God. How about writing down three things, three desires that you have had, or maybe three directions, things that you're seeing God is kind of bringing up in your life, and you're kind of wondering if that's the direction God wants you to go in. And think of those three things, and then take them to prayer with God, and ask God to help to see you as He sees you, and ask Him to help you as you begin to make plans with him and partner with God. And I'd like to invite you to join the Worth It Facebook group. If you have found this episode impactful and helpful, there's so much more on the Worth It podcast Facebook group. You can go on Facebook and just type that in. And what you're going to find is a community of women that pray together, encourage each other, and speak life to each other. You're going to find all kinds of encouragement. We'll post every day in there. This is a safe place where you can grow and you're going to be growing together with other women that understand what it is you're going through, what you're feeling, where you've been and where you're going. Just a reminder, there is still a contest going on. Yes, contest. Ears perk up. Oh, yeah. So we are doing a giveaway for the beginning of the Worth It podcast. So you'll have until the end of October to enter into this contest for a Google Nest mini speaker. So you can listen to the Worth It podcast. Plus, it's like a smart speaker. So you can do all kinds of neat things with it. Add things to your grocery list. You can turn on different things in your house all kinds of stuff. I mean, whatever smart speakers do, right? They do tons of stuff nowadays. And so you can enter that contest by going on to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, hopefully a five-star review if I have enriched your life in some way, and take a screenshot of that review, share it and tag me on Instagram at I am Michelle Remington. And at the end of October, I will draw a random winner and we're going to celebrate with that winner. And just a plug, if you join me on the Worth It podcast Facebook group, we're going to be doing some polls to find out other giveaways 
that you guys want me to do because I love giveaways. They make life so much fun. And so I want to find out what it is you guys want. Thank you so much for joining me again. Until next time, remember, you are worth it. <laughs>